yet because it's been a little bit over three weeks, okay? It's been a little bit over three weeks. Trump is now ordering, as in summoning, federal government workers to go back to work without getting paid. Now, I don't want to hear y'all motherfuckers talking about, oh, but Obama shut down the government for 17 days. Yeah, bitch, for health care. So your grandma could check her blood pressure and you bitches could go check your pussy in the gynecologist with no motherfucking problem. Now, I know a lot of y'all don't care because y'all don't work for the government or y'all probably don't even have a job, but this shit is really fucking serious, bro. This shit is crazy. Like, our, our country is in a hellhole right now. All for a fucking wall. And we really need to take this serious. We, I feel like we need to take some action. I don't know what type of action, bitch, because this is not what I do. But, bitch, I'm scared. This is crazy. And I really feel bad for these people that got to go to fucking work to not get motherfucking paid. Do you believe President Trump is a racist? Yeah, yeah. No question. How can you say that? When you look at the words that he uses, which are historic dog whistles of white supremacy, when you look at how he reacted to the Charlottesville incident where neo-Nazis murdered a woman versus how he manufactures crises like immigrants seeking legal refuge on our borders, it's... It's night and day. Appreciate the opportunity to speak directly to the American people tonight about how we can end this shutdown and meet the needs of the American people. Build that wall. 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 Oh. Sorry. Got carried away. It's the Angry Man's Carousel. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Back again. Thanks for listening to the Anger Man's Carousel. Round and round and fucking round we go. How pissed off are we going to get? Nobody knows. It's going to be fun, though. It's going to be a fun... (laughs) It's going to be a fun ride. I am so itchy. I haven't been able to wear a full beard since I started this new job last summer. And, uh, you know, the winter time is here. It's a perfect time to grow a beard. Well, um, I've been rocking a, either a clean shaven face or just the soul patch or the goatee or the half goatee with just your chin growing that shit out. But, um, I am, um, in the off season right now for work. And that means I can do whatever the fuck I want with my facial hair. Uh, I started growing a beard as a, gr- a beard growing contest with some guys at work. Must have been 10 or 12 years ago. And uh, I lost because my my shit doesn't grow that that fast compared to other guys. However, once it uh, once it comes in, yeah, I like uh, Cliff Clavin on that show. Uh, cheers there, Sammy. Uh, you know, uh, um. Although I think Cliff Clavin actually had his beard super glued on. Uh, in any case, welcome back. We are glad to be with you. <laughs> Woo! 
I feel good. Uh, I've been out of work for tomorrow will be uh, two weeks. Actually, Saturday will be two weeks. So 12 days now. Um, not super happy about it, but I got to tell you, it's nice sleeping in. And um, I'm basically Mr. Mom. I fucking sit around the house and clean and do dishes and fucking meal prep and take care of the pets and uh, and all that shit. But I am getting ready for a 15K, so that keeps me busy for a little while at night. And you got boxing, uh, you know, two nights a week. So, although I fucked up my fucking shoulder, I think. And in, in between working with the coach, hit, hitting the pads, you're supposed to be moving, jumping rope, uh, crunches, hitting the bag, shadow boxing. And I, I think I just am throwing way too many left hooks for power into the heavy bag and, and, and working on my body shots because I really torqued the fuck out of my left elbow, my left shoulder. But uh, it's already feeling better. So thanks for asking. Angry Man's Carousel is brought to you by this fucking pen that I'm holding in my hand. It's a Bic. Chick stick. Dick. (laughs) Reminds me of a fucking Tony Clifton that Jim Carrey did on, uh, what was it called? The Man in... Man in the Moon. Oh, chuck, puck, luck, duck. Oh, I'm Tony Clifton. I'm a, I'm a big deal. Um, what's your name? Uh, it's it's Bob. Bob, Bob. What's your last name? Up and down on the water. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Can you tell I'm trying to just generate fucking space on this episode? Um, not that I really need to do that. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, uh, we've got a, a good amount of content today. We're going to start out with praising the democratic party for picking intelligent, strong, courageous, well put together, well-versed, uh, talented <laughs> Uh, uh, talented women. <laughs> God, I stopped smoking a year ago. What the fuck? <coughs> oh. oh, God. Oh, these fucking women. Um, let's start out here with Cardi B. Cardi B. Uh, by the way, her real name is Belcalis Al- Almanzar. Or some shit. Sounds like a fucking, I don't know what the fuck it sounds like. I can't even come up with a joke for that. <laughs> That's how bad it is. Um, she's been busy on Instagram, uh, Instagram live. She's been going live this week to, to rip the president, uh, because of the government shutdown, um, over the, uh, the funding for, for the Southern border. And also to trash all of his supporters. Can't forget that. And she's calling uh, Trump supporters racist rednecks. She says, you want to build a wall because you promised these motherfuckers something you know you couldn't do. I think you meant you knew you couldn't do. Says uh, the rapper, she's got 39 million plus followers. You promised these fucking racist rednecks that you was going to build the wall. But you know that was impossible. But they voted for you, and you promised them this shit. So now you have to do it. 
even if motherfuckers build the wall, that's still not going to fucking prevent people coming in this country. Trump is like a clout chaser. He's like these new rap artists. They do the most for clout. <laughs> and Trump wants that. Some people could have money, all the power in the world, but they really want that fame. And some people really want to be seen as that. His legacy. He wants to go down as that bad person. He loves to interrupt the peace. Trump wants to be cool with basketball teams, football teams, and black people. Are you fucking high, bitch? First of all, she is the most overrated fucking talent imaginable in our culture right now. I would sit at an acoustic Justin Bieber concert in Saskatchewan outdoors in 40 below temperatures with no coat on for hours with nothing more than a fucking rain stick acoustic guitar that's out of tune and a shitty microphone they got from Dollar General and a fucking hand drum then listen to this fucking bitch in concert get the fuck out of my face whore Trump wants to be cool with basketball teams football teams and black people um, uh, did you miss the fucking part where he completely slammed every black person taking a knee during the national anthem during football games? Did you miss the fact that he uninvited the Philadelphia Eagles and the Golden State Warriors to the White House after winning championships? Trump has done more for black people than Obama did, and Obama was half fucking black fuck out of here um another instagram uh post that she made on uh, uh wednesday evening so just last night um she says i don't want to hear you motherfuckers saying obama shut down the government for 17 days that was for health care and you heard the clip on the uh, on, on, on the opening so your grandmother could check her blood pressure and you bitches could check your pussies at the gynecologist Straight fucking class. And uh, here's another post she made. Um, I'm just going to read what she wrote. <clears throat> By the way, this fucking post got almost 3 million likes. Okay, if you're worried about our country, be worried about shit like that. 3 million people have nothing better to do than watch an overrated fucking... Not that attractive, fucking weird, fucking trash mouth bitch. As far as I'm concerned, doesn't have any fucking talent at all. Type up some bullshit that she knows nothing about. And she even said it in the video. She said, I don't know anything about this government stuff, but I'm scared. Well, if you don't know what, what the fuck you're talking about, then what are you scared of? That's why you're scared, because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Things that you don't know about are scary. You know why? Because you're a simpleton. Here's what she says. She says, I know a lot of you do R, just the letter R, watch the news so I'm letting you know shit getting real, dot, 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 dot. I ain't going to say nothing much, though, T-H-O. I don't want mofos off to me, dot, 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 dot. 
all uppercase and all caps. Anyways, twerk video out now. Oh, well, fucking thank Christ for that shit. What is wrong with you? In March, she was talking about taxes. Aight. And yes, that's how she fucking wrote it. A-I-G-H-T. That's not a word. You take the A away and put an E there. You've got your fucking IQ. (laughs) So you know the government (laughs) is is taking 40% of my taxes. And Uncle Sam, I want to know what you're doing with my fucking tax money. Because you know what I'm saying. Like, when you donate, like... When you donate to a kid from a foreign country, they give you updates of what they doing with your donation, she says. And minorities are being oppressed and held down in this country? A fucking non-educated, street bitch fucking hoe thug <laughs> is, is pushing 40 million followers on Instagram. 40. Okay. That's like, what is that? Uh, Jesus Christ. That's, that's almost pushing 10% of the American population follows this bitch on a social media site where you just put fucking pictures and videos like she's got something to say. She goes on. What is y'all doing? There's still rats on the damn trains. I know y'all not spending it in no damn prison because y'all be giving niggas like two underwears, one jumpsuit for like five. First of all, why is it the fucking government's job to provide for people in fucking prison? You know what? If you did something that stupid to land in prison... Not jail, not a local holding facility, a prison, a state or federal prison. You can walk around fucking naked for all I care. Fuck you. You made your bed fucking lay in it. So what is y'all niggas doing with my fucking money? What is y'all doing with my fucking money? I want to know. I want receipts. Oh, really? You want, are you, What? You want receipts? These people don't go to fucking Kmart to to, to purchase fucking... Oh, my God. I want to know what y'all niggas doing with my fucking money. I'm not rereading any of this. This is all in one post. What is y'all niggas doing with my fucking money? Uncle Sam, I want to know what you're fucking doing with my motherfucking money. Just because you alternate the mother and the fuckings... It, in 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 your text it it's not going to change the outcome oh wow i mean this bitch okay first of all if you're a fan of cardi b's music fine go the fuck on ahead it's america you're allowed to have bad taste i'm not going to give you a hard time i'm just not going to sit there and listen to any of it with you for more than a few minutes but this is another example of people in Hollywood or the entertainment industry or just popular culture, people that 
have um, uh, the the ground they walk on worshipped by fucking people too dumb to make up their own mind and make a decision and stand firm in something they believe in, telling us exactly what the fuck they think government ought to be doing. Now, that doesn't mean if you're a celebrity, you can't talk about it. But if you're a celebrity just talking about it because you're a celebrity and you have a platform to do so, that doesn't mean you're educated on it either. I wasn't a political science major and I didn't fucking you know, graduate with a master's degree in fucking anything. I'm fairly uneducated myself. But listen, you've got to exercise common sense. You've got to do the homework. You've got to do your own research. You've got to dig into... Uh, th- that's why I go to all different fucking uh, you know, mediums. I use... You know, uh, both sides, both sides of the fucking um, political aisle. When it when it comes to my news sources, I go to CNN. I read their stories. I even got a, a an a, an opinion piece today that I'm gonna that I'm gonna share with you from somebody at CNN, who's as left as they come. I listen to Fox. I listen to NPR. I listen to uh, CBS, M- uh, NBC, MSNBC, fucking. Uh, a lot, a lot of Washington Post, New York Times. I read them all. Okay? That's how I know the world we're living in is fucked up. Not because somebody with too much fucking eye makeup, eye makeup on that, that that talks like, you know, fucking Bruce Willis and Die Hard. I'm, I'm not going to let some fucking celebrity help me make up my mind politically. Just because you're fucking popular. This bitch is going to be fucking dead in a ditch by the time she's 45 with a fucking heroin needle sticking out of her arm. Yeah, you want her her to be your fucking voice of reason? Good luck with that. Dave Grant's Carousel. We'll be right back. As promised, here we are. Oh, my God. Oh, it's a beautiful. Just kidding. It's fucking shitty outside. Uh, Thursday afternoon. January 17th, 2019. This is the second segment of today's show. Uh, um, hope you're doing well. Just kidding. We don't give a fuck. Oh, by the way, um, if, you're, if you're looking for an amazing new show to stream and binge on, Jesus. Uh, Letter Kenny. It's a show's creator is a guy named Jared Kiso. Uh, he's a Canadian actor, and um, uh, I want to say he does a lot of the writing and the production for the show as well. But anyway, um, this is a, uh, a comedy about um, a bunch of degenerates, pretty similar to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, only differences. It is completely uncensored, and um, uh, it takes place instead of in a, a busy you know, major city like Philadelphia, obviously it takes place in a small town called Letterkenny, uh, 5,000 people. Um, and it's, it's like Hicks and Christians and meth addicts. And, um, the main character of the show, uh, it's called Wayne and he has this very stoic way about him. He's always got this deadpan expression on his face and he talks like, how are you now? Alrighty then. Uh, 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 not so bad in you. Uh, Petter patter, let's get at her. Uh, just uh, 
uh, I don't really do it credit here, uh, but I'm I'm gonna tell you if if you're looking for a an hilarious hilarious show to stream, it is now finally available in America. You can um, actually get it on Hulu. So um, anyway, uh, I think there's like six or seven seasons, um, but each season is only probably six or seven or eight episodes at the most, and the episode episodes are between 20 and 25 minutes apiece, so it's a great little fix uh, if you're looking for a good laugh, and it's addicting, and before you know it, you're going to start talking like these people. It's, a, it's really a lot of fun. So anyway, back to the show. We, uh, we just covered <laughs> Cardi B in detail. And also on the on the uh, on the open for the show today, we we played a short clip of uh, the genius of what makes up Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Um, the bitch is just a straight up fucking retard. I don't give a good goddamn how many degrees you have in economics or whatever it is that she studied. But I'm gonna tell you this: she was spending a lot of her time not being in class. And probably getting wasted and sucking a lot of dick. Um, because those lips, I, I'm telling you. I mean, you, you could wrap those around a garden hose and suck a bowling ball through it. Okay? Um, and she's moderately attractive, I guess. Yeah, sure. But she's like a skinny fat. She's like what Conor McGregor described Nate Diaz. Uh, uh, you know, before, during, and after both of their fights. You know, you'll fucking do nothing. You're a skinny, fat little bitch. Uh, that, sounded, that sounded more Scottish than Irish. Anyway, Ocasio-Cortez, um, she, I just, she's she's going to be the youngest congressperson ever. 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 And it shows. And not only shows in her inexperience and her, because of her age, it it. She's she's just fucking dumb. Like I don't know where to start. I mean, she gets so much of the math wrong. She, if all else fails, just starts screaming racist, bigot, homophobe uh, at the president, and you're you're going to have a, a a warm welcome seat anywhere in the Democratic Party, because these days that's all it takes. You just have to scream discrimination, and and you're taken seriously. But, um. You know, Nancy Pelosi, with her fucking leathery, wrinkled-up fucking dog face. All you got to do is build that wall, bitch. Like, it's, it's, it is insane to me that we are one of the only powerhouse countries on the planet that doesn't have a wall fully surrounding our most vulnerable place of entry and I don't care how many people come in through airports or or by sea it's still illegal and it doesn't make any difference how you get in here well if you just do that then they're just going to keep coming in somewhere else it's still going to happen okay if you got a leaky faucet do you just say oh well what if it starts leaking again well what's the fucking point the point is you fix it and you get it done right Nothing's ever going to be perfect, but does that mean you just completely give up all effort and hope in doing something the right way? You people feel a lot differently if it was some fucking spick jumping the border and raping and killing your fucking kid. Just shut the fuck up. Socialist dick suckers. 
Oh, the other day we covered um, this ridiculous Gillette, Gillette, Gillette commercial um, that was talking about how we need to behave as men. And I gave a shout out on the show to Dollar Shave Club and to Harry's. Wrong fucking move, idiot. The very next day, here comes Harry's on Twitter saying, this is International Men's Day. Believe it or not, that's a thing. Well, yeah, I believe it. Why the fuck shouldn't I? Why shouldn't men have a fucking day? Father's Day? Are you kidding me? What a joke. Here's another shitty fucking tie we got at the gas station last second, Dad. Thanks for breaking your fucking back and providing for us every day. And providing for us and protecting us and keeping us safe and setting a good example of what a man should be. Uh, The tweet goes on to read, Now more than ever, being a man demands introspection. Oh, really? Now more than ever it does? Humility? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, but humility doesn't mean walking around kowtowing and keeping your fucking head to the floor. Bowing to every whim of a living being with tits and a vag. It's not what humility means. And optimism. Optimism? Optimism how? What do we have to be optimistic op- optimistic about in our government? The Dems won. The Dems fucking won. Yeah. Yeah, forgive me for not being optimistic about them continuing to push their fucking agenda of killing unborn babies and trying to turn this fucking country into a socialist nightmare. To get a to get a better tomorrow, we need to take a look at today and at the misguided stereotype. What do you mean misguided? Misguided stereotype. We talked about this the other day on the show. Misguided stereotypes that got us here in the first place. So, in other words, Harry's razors piggybacked onto the fucking Gillette giant that was and came out with this fucking ad about what masculinity really means and how we should be behaving as men just to get fucking social rating points. Guys, it, stop being a fucking sheep. Think for yourselves. Uh. This is about selling razors. It's about getting fucking paid. It's about getting money. That's all this is. They don't give a fucking shit about your fucking kid and what kind of guy he grows up to be. As long as they're pumping money into their fucking company. Nobody cares. And neither do we. So, Harry's Razors, we'll be tagging you in our fucking uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram posts today. You can still go fuck yourselves as well. I've always been a Dollar Shave Club guy, so it's no skin off my ass. Moving on. Louis C.K. did come out recently and uh, some douchebag fucking snuck his phone into a comedy club and recorded the audio of Louis C.K.'s set. And if you haven't checked it out yet, we're going to put a link to it in the show notes. It is hilarious. If you are a fan of comedy at all, you're going to really like this. Unless you prefer the kind of comedy that occurs on Gilmore Girls then you probably shouldn't listen because you're going to get your fucking twat all up in a bunch. 
But this leak set that Louis C.K. did, uh, this was performed. I can't remember where this was at. Where was this at? Um, I want to say it was somewhere in uh, somewhere in New York. There was a fucking description for Christ's sake. There was no description. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, the point is, um, Louis C.K. Is coming back and coming back with a vengeance, and I'm fucking loving it. Uh, he made some really uh, <laughs> borderline jokes, but again, is it really borderline if it's just comedy? Does anyone think Louis C.K. really wants uh, high schools to get shot up and another 9/11 to happen? I mean, if you really believe that, you're taking yourself way too seriously. Uh, here's just a little bit of it. Um, he says, I like to jerk off, and I don't like being alone. Um, and uh, here he is. Okay. San Jose Improv Comedy Club, where he where he received a standing ovation as he took the stage. Uh, that's reported by the Daily Beast. Um, of course, the, uh, the joke was about Louis C.K. admitting last year that he masturbated in front of some women without their consent. And now the story changes. I was always under the impression that they gave him permission, but then were grossed out by what he did and didn't think he'd actually follow through with it. Um, uh, during the show, uh, he channeled this controversial gag from December that mocked survivors of the Parkland massacre in Florida. Um, da, 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 da. Parkland shooting victim, uh, his father slams Louis C.K., uh, you've read the worst possible things you could read about a person, about me, and, and you're here, he told the crowd before explaining. The whole point of comedy is to say things you shouldn't say. That's exactly fucking right. That's the entire point, he says. At, at the show's halfway point, 51-year-old funny man joked about 9-11, telling a story about how after boarding a plane, a woman asked him to move so she could sit by her husband, who was motioning No. Uh, I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to upset him, but I don't want to sit with his fucking wife. So I just got off the plane. And then the plane took off and it hit the World Trade Center. <laughs> it's a 9-11 joke, in case you missed it. Um, the, ga- or the the joke got some laughter and a lot of groans. But okay, yeah, that's a fucking world we live in now. People take everything way too goddamn seriously. It's shocking. You're supposed to... It's comedy. You're supposed to say things... That get a reaction out of people. But it's all meant to be funny. Okay? Um, guests were required to leave their phones in sealed cases that could only be unlocked in the lobby. But apparently that didn't fucking work at this last show. Um, before the show, a group of uh, protesters picketed outside the, the San Jose club yelling, Shame! And Louis C.K. has to go! Apparently there were extras in that fucking episode of Game of Thrones. Shame! What that was a weird fucking scene, right? That whole thing made me a little uncomfortable. Like, why did you have to have Cersei, Queen Cersei, walk all the way through the fucking city, naked as the day she was born, with her chewed up fucking big toe nipples and almost no makeup on? Like, come on! Her fucking ass sagging halfway down to the back of her knees. It was just weird. But, um, I mean, Louis C.K. is doing what a comic should do. 
He's pushing the boundaries of what's funny anymore. And and today, everyone's got the fucking internet in their pocket, walking around. Uh, you can get any piece of information on anything ever, anywhere in the fucking galaxy, right there on your fucking smartphone. And, uh, I mean, violence in movies and TV shows and, and, and uh, censorship is has all completely sh- shifted from when I was a fucking kid 30 years ago. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't even say "God damn it" on the air. I, I, you know, it's it's comedy, guys. It's comedy. Another another thing that really got some some people upset that I that was mentioning earlier. Um, uh, this dad fucking threw a fit because um, in this set, uh, Louis was talking about the Parkland shooting. And David Hogg and why this kid is such a fucking tool, which I do not disagree with in the slightest. And he was mentioning how just because you were next to some people that got fucking shot in your school, that makes you an expert politically. Why the fuck should I listen to anything you have to say just because you didn't get shot? And he makes a good fucking point. Like these people self-aggrandizing, you know, and, and have found themselves... At, at the forefront of major media companies, ex- exclusively CNN, it seems like, anymore. People like David Hogg talking about gun control and what how Trump is bad and gun control good and we need to make the world a more peaceful place. No one takes you fucking seriously. You're a goddamn kid. I don't care if you survived a fucking nuclear blast. Doesn't make you qualified to talk about political matters. Oh my God, go fuck your mom. How about that? So, um, one last thing on the show today, which by the way, if you're enjoying yourself, make sure you drop a fucking comment, subscribe to the show, tell people you fucking know about it. If you're too embarrassed to have people come and listen to the show or or you don't want people to know that you're listening to something uh, this vile and this amateur, um, you know, why the fuck are you still here? Um... I'm having a lot of fun doing this podcast, and I'm not fucking stopping anytime soon. I won't stop until I have the fucking world in my grasp. You hear me? <laughs> so, get at us on social media. Um, uh, and by the way, oh, almost forgot. We got uh, an email from a listener. And uh, I don't know if this person subscribes to the show or not. They didn't leave their fucking name. But uh, I told you, if you send me an email and you have something you want to talk about on the show... Uh, all you got to do is email us at angrymanscarousel at gmail.com. It's in the show notes. If you don't know how to get to the show notes, you're literally too stupid to listen to this show. So here we go. Um, this email is from... I'm not... Okay, they didn't, they didn't leave a fucking name. Anyway, um, here we go. Email says, Hello, how are you? I've been listening to the show for a couple of weeks, and it's hilarious, um, but sometimes I think you take some of the political stuff a little bit too far. Well, who the fuck are you to say it's too far? Where, you, where did this email come from? Fucking ocasio Cortez's camp? Uh, sometimes take it a little too far. The political stuff that you discuss on the show... Um, is very well thought out and, and well put, but 
this is very poorly punctuated. Well put, but maybe just back off a little bit and you'll get more subscribers. Oh, that's cool. So already I've got not even a fucking uh, major company. I've got a fucking listener, a nobody emailing the show and telling me that if I back off, I'll probably get more subscribers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get right on that. All right. And while you're at it, why don't you back off of your mom's tit and grow the fuck up a little bit? Ah. Uh, but thanks for emailing the show. I really appreciate, uh, you know, the, the advice, and I'll, I'll take it in consideration. And now that I've taken it in consideration, go fuck yourself. All right, we, uh, we're going to end on this one last story today. I told you guys I'm not a biased person. I look at all fucking different news sources, and here we've got an opinion piece from CNN. And this is about, I'll just read you the fucking article. This is an article written um, by Hillary Frank. Related to Anne Frank. That's uh, a joke. Having kids doesn't mean you have to turn boring. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, I'm just going to give you some, kind of some of the clip notes. I'm not re- read the whole fucking article because it's not that goddamn interesting. But when you hear the word woman, what do you picture? How about if I tell you this woman is a mom? In your mind, does she suddenly transform into a frazzled mess talking about nothing but diaper genies and hockey practice? Wearing a shapeless pastel sweater and balloony, high-waisted jeans. Or are you not even really picturing anything because you entirely glazed over as soon as you read the word mom? Uh, I'm reading the words that you wrote here because they're words. Uh, Given how our society views moms and how pop culture often portrays them, it's not surprising that many moms feel stereotyped as boring and homely. Really? I don't get that from the fucking moms and movies and television. Or maybe you think that people think being a mom is fucking boring. Maybe that's what this is about. Uh, By the way, mom, you should be boring. If you lead a super exciting, adventure-filled, random, uh, you know, uh, uh, just kind of bouncing all over the place, flighty kind of a life, you're not fit to be a fucking mother. Reality crashes, an old mother died. Um, skipping ahead a little bit. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. And yes, I know that Mom Jeans made a comeback in 2018. Oh! In the eight years I started interviewing parents, I have learned many people have developed simple strategies for keeping a shred of your your you-ness. That's not a fucking word. That's not a thing. Uh, intact after kids. And here's some of them. This is great. Are you guys ready for this? Here we go. Break the rules just for the fun of it. Oh, great example for the fucking kids. Um, so much of parenting is setting boundaries, but enforcing rules is exhausting. <laughs> uh, that's what you signed up for. It's exhausting and it's easy to fall into the trap of feeling like a nag. Now that I'll agree with. Uh, being a rule breaker can be exhilarating. Whoa. Hold on. Beep. Time out. What? And doing it every once in a while with your kids can bring you closer. Uh, you need to be careful there. When I was in fifth grade, my parents pulled me out of school for a day to go see a motorcycle blessing ceremony. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, 
My dad's a photographer, and he wanted to get some pictures of tough guys, Harleys, and holy water. Not for an assignment, just for fun. It's one of my fondest memories from middle school, or honestly, maybe my only fond one. Okay, uh, if that's your most fond memory of being in middle school, uh, that's all I got to say about that. You're a fucking loser, and your parents gave you a shit life. Maybe you were, you know, confused about your period and constantly pimply-faced and didn't understand personal hygiene and had braces on, or uh, you spent all your afternoons after getting off the school bus in your mom's basement listening to Nine Inch Nails cutting yourself. I don't know what the fuck you were doing, but if that is your best memory of middle school, you're a fucking loser and so is your dad. Um... And it was exciting to see my dad revel in his love of love of uh, absurdity, a trait he definitely passed down to me. Uh, no shit, because this entire article is absurd. It's okay for your kids to see that you're passionate about a hobby. Okay, but that's all it is. When you have kids, you don't have a life anymore. Your kids all your life. I'm not saying they should suck every ounce of your soul away. That's the exact opposite of what I'm saying. I'm saying you need hobbies to keep you grounded because raising kids can be infuriating, exhausting, and fucking draining and an overall pain in the dick or clit. Um, moving on. Here's here's the second one. And... Uh, yeah, we're just going to do three of these. Here's, here's number two. Refocus how you talk about your kids. Uh, okay. Children are more than pooping, whining, demanding jerks who need to be driven to doctor's appointments, playdates, and rehearsals. <laughs> no, they're not. They're also more than our academic, athletic, and artistic achievements. Uh, okay. Griping and bragging have their place, but if you really want to engage someone in a compelling conversation about your kid... Talk about the crazy thing they said to you at bedtime or on the way to school. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's let's pause. My kids are not that fucking interesting and neither are yours. That's why nobody wants to hear about your fucking kid. Nobody wants to see pictures. Nobody cares about your fucking bumper sticker saying that Sally's on the honor roll. Don't give a shit. We're not supposed to care. You're supposed to care. Okay, you're supposed to make them better people who care about others. We're too busy raising our own fucking kids to give a shit about yours. That doesn't mean we're not willing to talk about them. That doesn't mean we don't want to hear good things about them. That doesn't mean we don't wish them the best in life. But for Christ's sake, if you have to come up with reasons to why your kid is interesting in a conversation with another adult, your kid's fucking boring and we don't give a shit about them. (laughs) Sorry, bitch. Hard truth. Talk about their theory on where babies come from. Ugh, God. (laughs) Their obsession with death. Uh, what? Okay, that's just fucking creepy. Their nonstop drawings of dogs and sweaters. Okay, that's funny. That's cute. Their talent for coming up with mind-blowing would-you-rathers. For example, would you rather jump in a pool of slugs or boogers? Kids have a different perspective on the world than grown-ups, and most grown-ups find those perspectives compelling. Or at least cute. No, they fucking don't. There's nothing interesting about a kid. 
okay? The most interesting thing about my kids is when are you going to get your fucking license? Okay, you got your license. When are you going to go buy your car? You've got your money saved. Are you going to catch up on your chemistry shit so you can actually be on track to graduate? Are you going to scoop that litter box or do I have to throw your cat outside permanently? Are you going to clean your laundry or wear disgusting shit for a week straight? Are you going to ask that girl out or stand there and be a pussy? Okay, I have a little bit different philosophy on raising children than some. And and I, I, I get that, but this is just weird, okay? This is exalting children to a level of importance socially that is completely unmerited. And it's just weird. Okay, this is new age hippie shit. All right. Nobody wants to talk about your fucking kids that badly. They don't even want to talk about their kids that badly. Okay. Adults want to talk about adult shit when they're away from kids. Don't saturate the conversation with people one third your age. It's fucking weird. Finally, thrive on the weirdness of the weirdos you live with. Ah, no. If your kid's weird, there's something wrong. I mean, a little weird is okay, but uh, here we go. Were you a little weirder before you became a parent? Good news. Kids are total weirdos. They want to turn everything into a game. That's not weird. That's being playful. That's being a kid. Next time you need a break, try giving them permission to toilet paper your room. Then make them clean up the mess. You get to rest, your kids get to play, and you have a fun story to tell your child, your child-free coworker tomorrow. If I told a coworker that doesn't have kids about how I entertained my own at home by letting them waste fucking money throwing toilet paper all over my bedroom and then relying on them to do a good job cleaning it up so I didn't have to deal with them for 20 minutes and they had fun, that person would promptly grab their frozen lunch from the microwave that is still not thawed, say, good seeing you, and they would leave the fucking room. You know why? Because that's fucking weird. Well, that's the idea. That's the point. Uh, I don't think you understand how weird works. <laughs> okay? Uh, all I'm going to say about this article is this. Okay, if you need to come up with more creative ways of keeping your young kids who are still at home and not in school entertained or even after school, um, wow. I mean, hop on fucking Google. Or here's an idea. Put your phone away and fucking pay attention to them. Make them sit down with you and watch an older movie from the eighties, make them go on a fucking walk with you with the dog, take them out for a cup of coffee or a fucking burger, get in their space. It'll make them uncomfortable. Guess what? Tough shit too fucking bad. They're the kid. You're the parent. Okay. This is weird. 
If I pulled my kid out of school to go shoot photos of a fucking Harley show, a lot of people would have a really hard time with that. Okay, this isn't progressive parenting. All right? It's the it's the ideology of one fucking weird person working for CNN writing an opinion piece. And that's exactly what it is. It's an opinion. And it's a fucking bad one. Spend time with your kids. Don't let them play on their fucking phone all the time. Don't let them sit in front of the TV all the time. They'll cry about it at first. You smack them around a little bit. You give them a chore to do. And then you reward them with a fucking tasty treat. And you go do something fun. Just you guys. This is not difficult shit. That's all we got for today. Appreciate you listening. Um, I'm going to be back uh, tomorrow with my fucking picks for AFC and NFC championship games this weekend in the NFL. So until then, be good to each other and don't be a fucking douchebag. It's been the Angry Man's Carousel. Up!